tonight for the Word of the living God that this night you'll not only unveil truth to each of us, but you'll confirm your Word with signs following. We believe that and we thank you in advance. Father, we thank you this night that the supernatural power of our God shall be displayed in our midst. In Jesus' name, everyone say it. Say it a little louder. Hallelujah. Praise God. Well, tonight I want to talk to you about when you can use your faith for others. Now, that's one of the most misunderstood things about faith. People think because we teach on faith, you can just take it kind of like a magic wand or something, and it just works some kind of mystical way. But faith works just like anything else. It works by the Word of Almighty God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You know, a lot of people want... Uh, you, you can teach them on it, but they'll still do what they think is what it's supposed to be. They think, well, it's supposed to work like this. Well, I don't care how you think it's supposed to work. It's going to work just like the Bible says. Now, you can think, well, it, I, I believe it this way. Well, you, you, don't, you don't have a right to believe it but one way, and that's just exactly like the Word of God says. Amen? Hebrews 11, first verse, now faith. Faith's always now. Faith's never in the future tense, nor is it in the past tense. Man, I got healed in 1939. Good, I'm glad you did. Hallelujah, but that ain't faith. Well, I believe God's, I'll be healed by in the morning at 12 o'clock. That ain't faith either. Faith's never in the future nor in the past. Faith is always now. Now faith is. Praise God. So, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So, faith is a substance. Faith is a substance. It will cause the things that you cannot see to materialize. How many of you ever seen Star Trek? Anybody here ever seen Star Trek? I like Star Trek, especially the new generation. Well, I, I like them to beam me over, Scotty. That, that is one of the things that, that's a perfect example of faith. It's a perfect example of what faith is. Beam me over, Scotty. Bless God. That which, it, it takes something that you cannot see and brings it over into the, the natural realm. Faith is the hand of your spirit that reaches out into the unseen. You can't see it. You can't feel it. You're hurting. Your needs aren't met. But it reaches out there and meets every need. Praise God. Faith is your assurance. The Bible is not your assurance. I'm going to say that again because people think, well, I'm belittling the Bible. No, the Bible is a book of hope. It is not your assurance. Faith is your assurance. Faith is the confidence you have. Faith is your title deed, not the Bible. See, praise God. Faith is your guarantee. It is yours, praise God. So, it said, now faith is the substance. The word substance there. Vine said, it has the meaning of confidence, assurance, the giving Substance to would be a better translation. Your faith is giving substance to it. Your faith is giving substance to it. Your faith is giving substance. It is making it real. It's making it materialize. It's making it where you can experience it. It's bringing it out of the unseen into the seen, into the physical realm. Hallelujah. So faith is a God substance. It is a God substance. Cotton Patch translates that verse, said, Now faith, it's betting your life on the unseen realities. Betting your life on the unseen realities. Living Bible, I like it. Faith, it is a certainty that what we hope for is waiting for us, even though we cannot see it up ahead. Faith, faith is a certainty that what we hope for, where are we going to get any hope? Well, Granny said, well, I don't care what Granny said. 
Well, now, Aunt Nellie said, I don't care what Aunt Nellie said. Well, Aunt Sookie, I can't help anybody, I don't care. What did the Word of God say? That is a book of hope. You cannot, you cannot have faith. You can't give substance to something that you don't have hope for. You can't give substance. Faith will not give substance to nothing. You've got to have something to give uh, substance to. This is hope. He said in the sixth chapter, He has carried all our hopes behind the veil, presented them before Almighty God. God ratified them. He took the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, and now that blood guarantees this if you'll act in faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Read you that again. Living Bible faith is the certainty that what we hope for, where are we going to get any hope? Well, right here he said, By his stripes I'm healed. Well, I'm broke. He said, But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it's he that gives you power to get well. Why? That he may establish his covenant as he swore unto thy fathers as it is this day. Now let me tell you something. Faith knows chapter and verse, folks. Do you know what Deuteronomy 8.18 says? I just quoted it. You know what Philippians 4.19, My God shall supply all my need. Not needs, but need. Hallelujah. Praise God. Faith is a certainty that what we hope for, the Bible, the Word of God, is waiting for us. It's sitting there waiting on you. Someone's going to have to call it. Come on in, healing. Come on in, money. He's got to be called. That's why we calleth those things that be not as though they were. We call them, hallelujah, we call it in, and I say, because I've called that finances in, every need I have is met. Glory to God, hallelujah. Now my faith's giving substance to it. My faith's giving substance to it. Hallelujah. Well, I got an old rebellious boy. You know what? He don't come in half the time. You know he'll just stay with this one. He'll stay with that. Why don't you shut up and put the Word of God on it? What's the Word of God? It said, this promise is unto you and your whole household. And as many as afar as the Lord thy God can call. How many of you know He can call? He's got a good voice. He can call. As many as the Lord thy God shall call. When's He going to call, though? When you call. He ain't calling until you do. You got See, He's a faith God. You call those things. I call that rebellious boy saved and filled with the Holy Ghost. I surround him with faith. I surround him with love. I surround him this day. I thank you, Lord, that this promise is unto me and my whole household. Glory to God. Man, I just get all excited. Why? Because my faith's giving substance. My faith's giving substance. Praise God. Praise God. Read that again. Faith, it is the certainty. That what we hope for is waiting for us. It's waiting for us. Hallelujah. She'll be coming around the mountain when she comes. She'll be riding six white horses when she comes. See, every time you hear something out there, Granny's coming, run out there, you're looking for it. You're looking for it. Granny's coming. How come? Because Granny said it. We're going to kill the old red rooster when she comes. I'm going to wring his neck. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It may be funny, but let me tell you something. I'm getting prepared because Granny said it. I'm getting prepared to be healed. I'm getting prepared to be blessed financially because my God said it. And he swore by it and he cannot lie. So I've got a certainty. My faith gives substance to something that's already certain. <laughs> God said it's certain. It's waiting for you up ahead. Come on in. She's a coming round the mountain when she comes. Hallelujah. 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 Amplified Bible said, now faith. Faith's always now. Present tense. King Jimmy says, faith is. Is is present. Now faith is an, uh, the assurance. Amplified Bible. Now faith. Now what is? The Bible's my assurance. No, faith is. Faith in the Bible. Faith in the Word of God. Now faith is the assurance, the confirmation. What's your confirmation? That you're going to get a new home. You know God don't mind you having a new home. <laughs> Hallelujah. 
That, that's a pitiful thing if he's done built you a mansion. You know, he's, Jesus is praying, Lord, I, I pray your will be done on earth like it is in them mansions. He don't mind you having a new home. He'd like to. You know, he lives on the inside of you, the temple of the Holy Ghost. I imagine he'd like to live in a new house sometime. Amen? I imagine he'd like to ride around in a new car every now and then. Huh? Amen? I imagine he'd like to go downtown and, and, and see one of his children just buy a brand new dress that costs un, ungodly amount. But he wanted it. She wanted it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amplified. Now faith's the assurance, the confirmation, the title deed to that new home. The title deed to the things we hope for. Where are you going to find it? My God supplies all my need. Now I'm going to believe that. I'm going to put me some substance to it. Hallelujah. i got something on the inside of me called the faith of Almighty God. It is certain. It is absolute. It will not fail. And my faith will give substance to whatever God has promised me or His hope. Hallelujah. Someone say, Amen. Hallelujah. Ronald Knox. Say, hope is your Bible promise. Hope is your covenant rights. You ain't got no hope until you see, the, see your covenant rights. I've asked a lot of people... Well, I'm in faith. What do you believe in? Well, I believe God loves me. Well, that ain't, that ain't nothing. He loved the world. Well, I believe God. What do you believe in? Let me tell you something. When you're in faith, you know chapter and verse. You know what he said. You know he said in 1 Peter 2, 24, Who his own self bear our sin. See, in his body on the tree, that we being dead to sin should live under righteousness by whose stripes we were healed. We're not going to get healed. Well, I'm planning on getting healed tonight. Well, you missed it about 2,000 years ago because He's already healed you. Hallelujah. Now it's up to you to receive it. You ain't going to get healed. You, gonna, you got healed then. Now it's today, it's up to you to receive it. Up to you to receive Jesus as Savior. Up to you to receive the Holy Ghost. Up to you to receive all these. How am I going to receive? My faith's going to give substance to this thing. My faith will never fail. It is the God kind. Praise God. Knox, revised English. Faith gives substance to our hopes. That's clear enough, isn't it? Revised English, Ronald Knox. Faith gives substance to our hope. What's going what's to put that money in my hand? My faith. What's going to put that title deed to that new car? My faith. What's going to give me that home I need? My faith is the title deed. Hallelujah. I find what God said in His Word, then my faith gives substance to it, or puts substance in it, or makes it materialize, or makes it become experiential in the physical realm. In other words, that which you cannot see becomes something that you can see. That which you cannot feel becomes something that you can feel. Someone said, well, we don't go by feeling. Well, why you don't get prayed for? You want to feel bad? No. God wants you feel good. One with issue of blood felt in her body. So, hallelujah, hallelujah. My faith says, beam me over, Scotty. My faith says, come over here. I call it, I call it, I call it. Praise be unto God. So, Romans 3.27 said, Faith is a law or a principle. A law or a principle. Uh, such as gravity, is a rule that works every time. The word law there meant one that's controlled by authority. God is the highest authority you can go to. Faith is a law. He put it in the motion like sowing and reaping, reproducing after your own kind. All that's law. word law there means... Something which prevails. It prevails every time. Faith is a law. It prevails every time. If you'll work the law, it'll work. How many of you know multiplications will work? Every time, if you'll work them. Teacher asked a little boy, said, 
Son, how much is two to them two? He said, Teacher, I don't even know what two to them is. Well, that's about what folks know about faith, too. You listening to me? Hallelujah. My faith gives substance. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So faith always works. Philip's translation. Listen to this. Faith is believing instead of achieving. Faith is believing instead of achieving. You ain't trying to get it. You ain't trying to work it out any kind of way. Bless God. Faith is a supernatural spiritual substance that God has given you. It is your currency in the spirit world to buy things that will bring it over into the physical realm. Can you say amen? So, praise God, praise God. We've got a law working in us. We've got a rule. We've got a principle that never fails. Praise God. Faith makes the Word of God His only answer, the only answer that He will act on. He'll speak. See, why would I speak and act against God? God gave you the God kind of faith. Ephesians 2.8, By grace you say through faith. Amen. Romans 12.3, he said He gave you the measure of faith. What kind of measure? A measure of the God kind. Measure the kind that built the universe. That's on the inside of you. That's you've got that ability, praise God. Say amen, somebody. Galatians 2.20 said we live by the faith of the Son of God. Praise God. Fruit of the Spirit. One of the fruit of the Spirit is faith. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, faith. Faith is a fruit of the Spirit. Praise God. Someone said, yeah, but that's the fruit of your born-again Spirit. Well, your Spirit and the Holy Spirit are one. You ain't got two spirits or three spirits living in you. If you do, we need to cast two or three of them out. Amen? 1 Corinthians 6, 17 said, He that's joined to the Lord is one Spirit in you. Listen. God is not in union with unbelief. He's in union with faith. He cannot be in union with unbelief. He has absolute faith and there's no unbelief, no doubt in this faith that He gave you or the kind that He has. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Mark eleven twenty two said, Have faith in God or have the God kind of faith. And then he tells you how the God kind works. Whosoever shall say, he'll say something. What'll he say? Faith always has a voice. What'll he say? He'll say what God said. Abraham, he wasn't even born again, and he acted so much like uh, God wanted to him, God discounted that old boy righteous. Wasn't even born again, wasn't even saved. Hallelujah. So, faith is a God substance, a substance that's in God's nature. Praise be unto God. Now, Jesus told these people in Mark eleven twenty three, these people weren't saved. He said, Whosoever shall say unto this problem, this sickness, this need, be thou removed, be thou cast and see, and shall not doubt in his heart. Now let's stop right there and analyze this. You cannot doubt in your heart. It is impossible for you to doubt in your spirit, man. Now you can doubt in your mind. That's why we get our mind renewed and get to think. Uh, how many of you have got your mind renewed to healing? How many of you got your mind renewed to prosperity? How many of you got your mind renewed to, to the covenant blessings of Almighty God? Man, I'm telling you right now, you need to s step over another notch and say, yes, my mind believes in healing. My mind, I got my thing. Nothing makes sense to me but the Word of God. That's when you know you believe in God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. So, John 3, 16, For God so loved the world, He gave His only begotten Son. Whosoever believes in Him should not perish, but have everlasting eternal life. Aeonius Zoe, the life and nature of the eternal God. Whatever makes God God is in you. His nature is in you. See, you need to realize, God made you a God-man. God made you a faith-man. Absolute faith. 
Hallelujah. You've been made in the image of the Lord Jesus Christ. Was he a faith man? Would he speak to a mountain? Would he speak to the dead? Would he speak to the sick? Would he speak to a need? I don't care if he had 5,000 to feed. It didn't bother him one bit. He'd get a little boy's lunch and bless it. Amen? So he said, this faith works, you say, and don't doubt in your heart. He was talking to people that were not born again, so it's impossible for you to doubt in your heart. But you shall believe what? Believe in what you say. Then you're going to have what you say. You've got to believe in what you say. How am I going to believe that? I find the Word of God, and God cannot lie. I believe that. I believe that my God meets my need. Hallelujah, hallelujah. He meets every need I have. Glory to God. Ain't this, man, ain't this something. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, he said, you can have what you say. And then the next verse said, and therefore I say. He said, you can have what you say. And then he said, I say. He can have what he said. What did he say? He said, whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe you receive them, then you'll have them. Not wait till you have them, then believe it. Believe first. Believe first. Faith comes before the having. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Faith is a noun. A noun has no action till you put it to it. It is not a verb. Believing is a verb. It's one of the B verbs. BM is, our was, were, been. Praise God. Believe. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So that's action. You show action. I act on what? This noun. This noun is called faith. Praise God. I'm full of a noun. Hallelujah. And so this noun, when I step out, I show action and it's called believe. How many of you know these signs shall follow them that believe? That's us. Praise God. Praise God. So, hallelujah. Mark 11, 24, Moffat said, Believe you got it, you shall have it. Believe you got it. When do you believe you got it? When you pray. I believe I got it. Father, I thank you. If I believe I got it, I begin to thank him. Amen. Believe you got it, you shall have it. Believe you got it, you shall have it. When do I believe I got it? When I pray. When I find it in the Word of God, hallelujah, no matter what it is, if I find it right there, bless God, hallelujah, I exercise my faith. I pray and believe I got it. Why? He wouldn't have told me his mind if he, he didn't want me to have it. Praise God. So, every believer should have his faith working for him before he uses it for others. Every believer should have his faith working for him. You're full of faith, you're full of the God kind, you need to exercise daily, daily. If it isn't but for 50 cents, if it isn't for nothing but a soda pop, if it isn't nothing but for a parking place uptown, no matter what, use your faith every chance you get. God gave it to you. You ain't, you ain't going to spend it all up. It ain't going to run out on you. Hallelujah. Now let me say this. Listen real close to me. Your faith will not override what others believe. Your faith will not override. You're not going to just take your faith and someone don't believe nothing. Kind of like uh, my aunt came to me one time, said, I want you to agree with me that your uncle will uh, get a new heart. I said, well, what does he believe? Nothing. Said, uh, I said, it's his heart. What's he going to believe? said, well, uh, uh, just me and you going to agree. I said, that won't work. Whoever's involved going to have to be involved. You're not going to just push something off on somebody. Don't think that. Well, I don't care what they believe. We're just going to believe God for them anyway. Well, that ain't going to work. Your faith will not override what someone else uh, believes. Now, I took uh, uh, with my uncle and I said, well, you know, wouldn't seen him and he's going to have to have heart bypass, five heart bypasses. Anyway, she wanted to believe and she got this from the degree. She got two or three hundred people to degree and he's going to get a new heart. You know what? She, I told her that ain't going to work. She said, you're hindering my faith. 
I'm hindering your faith. If your faith can be hindered like that, you ain't, you ain't operating in much. Or you don't know what you're doing. Now, I'm gonna, let me say this again. Here's where people make so many mistakes when it comes to uh, believing for others. Your faith will not overrule or override what others believe. <coughs> so I got my uncle, I said, what do you believe? He said, I believe if I, them doctors operate on me, uh, 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 I'll come out all right. I said, well, will you believe this? I, I, I'll just pray with you and we'll believe that you go through this operation have, and, and have no problems and have a miraculous recovery and you'll be home in three days. He said, sure, I'll believe that. Yeah, I believe that. He's home in three days, doing fine. He's lived another 15 years. Now, if he'd listened to them, he'd have been dead. You listening to me? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, what is faith? Faith's knowing God. What is faith? Faith's knowing God in every situation that comes up. Praise God. Faith is knowing that the Word of God works every time. See, that's faith. I don't have to sit around and think, well, I reckon it's going to work this time. I know it worked last time, the time before. No, it works every time. It's a law. I don't, I don't sit around and say, well, let's see. I better breathe in. <gasps> better breathe out. <laughs> no, I don't do that. I breathe in and out. That's natural. Amen? That's the way faith ought to be. It ought to be just something natural with you. You just like breathing. That's just part of your anatomy. That's part of your nature. You are a faith man of, with the, the nature of the living God on the inside of you. Praise God, praise God. 1 John 5, 4 talks about, uh, uh, Philip's translation said, God's heredity within you will always conquer the world outside you. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, our faith. This is the only, it's, one translation said, the only way the world's ever been conquered, our faith. The world, meaning the world system. The world system of sickness, world system of failure. Hallelujah, hallelujah. So, let's get to what we're going to preach tonight. Now, we've been driving around. We're going to hit the runway now and take off. When can you use your faith for others? When? Number one, those that are young and under your authority. Now, if you've got kids that does not mind, I've had folks bring kids down, they just screaming and hollering and bucking and everything like that. Well, you couldn't get one of them healed no way in the world. They won't even mind them at the house. They sure ain't going to receive nothing when you pray for them. So those that are young in the Lord and under your authority, children that mind, that are not disobedient. You know, if you go try to talk someone into letting you pray for them, that ain't scriptural. That ain't scriptural. You shoot them the word and let them make their own decision. Now, if you're going to take it on yourself to do the praying, then you're going to have to take it on yourself to do the believing. Does that suit you? <laughs> huh? If you're going to take it on yourself, now, you're going to take it on yourself to talk someone into letting you pray for them, then, you, then you're responsible for the believing end of it too. But let them make their own mind up. Now, we know of a case there in Matthew 8, 5th chapter, said there was a centurion whose servant lie at home, grievously tormented with a palsy, and he came to Jesus and he said, Jesus said, I'll come and heal him. He said, not so, Lord, not so. I'm not worthy that you come under my roof, but speak the word only and my servant will be healed. For I'm a man under authority. I know authority. If Caesar, he was a centurion, Roman soldier, he said, if Caesar says frog, I jump. And if I tell this one to go, he goeth, and they tell this one to come, he cometh. And you speak the word only and my servant shall be healed. Now in the King James, he, he said, uh, I, I hadn't found so great a faith, not in Israel. Uh, better translation said, I haven't seen anyone exercise faith like this in Israel. I hadn't seen even them Jews exercise faith like this. 
See, praise God. I had an old man working for me one time named Sullivan Ford. He'd been working for me since I was a teenager. And after I got saved, I prayed with him. He got saved and filled with the Holy Ghost. And uh, uh, his wife called one day and said, uh, uh, had care read to the hospital. And so I went up there. Red has not, Red worked for me. He did not have a chance to learn the Word of God like we've had the chance. You understand that? He did not, and God understands that. Well, we ought to understand that. So I went up there and I told him, Red, I said, now I'm going to lay hands on you. God's going to heal you. Praise God. Laid hands on him. His legs were swollen up like this. And I'm telling you right now, when I laid hands on him, his legs went down. He got his uh, trousers and he went home. Praise God. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. Now you can use your faith for those under your authority, especially when they are young. Praise God. Second thing, it's just three ways here we're going we're gonna to touch. Second thing is those that are young in your family, your family members, your family members, young in the Lord, young in age, those that, that are under your authority and respect what you believe. You know, husbands and wives ought to be in agreement with what they do. Here, here's a story there in uh, Mark, the 5th chapter and the 25th, 21st verse. It said there, Jesus, this fellow came who was a, a, a doctorate or a president of the synagogue named Jairus by name. He came to Jesus and fell at his feet. Now listen to me. This guy had been preaching everything against Jesus, but now his little girl sick. And she's at the point of death. And he said, Master, come and lay your hands on her that she may live and not die. And Jesus didn't even say, I'll come, I'll go, or nothing else. He just turned immediately and went with Jairus. Praise be unto God. It talks about Jairus' little, little girl. She was 12 years old. When he, they walking along, one of the uh, uh, rulers of the synagogue one of his servants came said, Trouble the master no longer, your little daughter is dead. Now who wouldn't that scare? You know fathers love them little girls the best. And now here, here, here he is, his little girl's dead. And Jesus said, Fear not, only believe. Fear not, only believe. Fear not, don't, 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 don't fear what anyone said. Hallelujah, I'm the same Jesus. I'm the same that came... You came and said, come lay hands on my little daughter and she'll live and not die. And I followed that faith that you exercised with your mouth. I went with you. I, we're going. And we didn't start on a journey that we're not going to finish. Our God, our God is the author and the finisher of every bit of our faith. He will never leave us. He'll never forsake us. Nor will He let us fail when we exercise in faith. Praise God. Turn with me if you will. Let me... Share something here. Mark, the 7th chapter. Here's a story of a Syrophoenician woman outside the covenant. 7th chapter, the uh, 24th verse. Now she does not have a covenant. 24th verse, And from thence he arose, Jesus, and went into the borders of Tyre and Sidon and entered into a house and would have no man know it, but he could not be hid. He wanted to get away from somebody, lay down and rest a little while, maybe get him a sandwich or something. Uh, uh, praise God. Maybe a good leg of lamb, or you know, ain't no telling. 25th verse. For a certain woman which had a young daughter, had an unclean spirit, heard of him, and came and fell at his feet. The woman was a Greek, a Syrophoenician by nation, and she besought him that he would cast the devil out of his daughter. <coughs> now listen to him. 27th verse, But Jesus said unto her, Let the children first be filled, for it is not meet to take the children's bread. Do you know deliverance is the children's bread? That's us. Healing belongs to the children. Financial blessing belongs to the children of God. The children's bread and cast it to the dogs. Well, that's when mo you'd have lost most people when they called them a dog or a little puppy. 
Better translation said the little puppies. 28th verse. And she answered and said unto him, Yes, Lord, I know it. I know it. I know this ain't my bread. I know it ain't, I ain't a children of God. I know I ain't got a covenant. Yet the dogs under the table eat of the children's crumbs. Amal herself said, I know that. I know I'm a Gentile. 29th verse, And he said unto her, For this saying, For this saying, Go thy way, the devil's gone out of thy daughter. Praise God, hallelujah. So she came on behalf of her daughter, young daughter, under her authority. Praise be unto God. Hallelujah. You know, I've seen people that wanted you to cast the devil out of something or, 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 or do something like, like this without even having the children or, or, or who they're wanting you to cast the devil out of is approval. You need their approval. This little girl, I guarantee you, had mother's approval. Amen. Praise God, praise God. We have a story in John, the fourth chapter, the 46th verse. said, There was a nobleman came and said to Jesus, my son lieth at the point of death. Come and lay your hands on him, and he'll live and not die. Jesus said, you ain't going to believe nothing unless you see a sign. He said, come down, Lord, ere my son die. He said, go thy way, thy son liveth. And said, he believed the word. Now, when a fellow comes believing the word and asks for prayer, you know, he's at, you've exercised faith. You ain't got to hold your mouth a certain way or just do some kind of something. Listen, when you come and ask for prayer, that's exercising faith. There I've got someone lying home sick of the palsy. Bless God, hallelujah, we've got a right to believe for him. My little son lies at the point of death. Praise God, praise God. Jesus was at Canaan and this, his sick son was at Capernaum. So it ain't, I don't care if you're here and someone's in Little Rock. I don't care if you hear. I prayed with my daughter-in-law the other day. She is in New Orleans and I was in, New, in El Dorado. Hallelujah. The doctor said that, when they, that, that, that they won't operate on the baby when he's born. He had a water pocket in one of his kidneys. So, hallelujah. hallelujah. I don't need no grandbaby with a water pocket. Hallelujah. I said, let's believe God. She don't know no better. She, I'll give her a scripture. Matthew 18, 19. We believe God. The baby was normal, normal. Praise God. Hallelujah. The church, we agreed here at the church and prayed and believed. Praise God. Praise God. You know, I didn't have to. I, didn't, I said, I'll get to church and, and we'll all pray. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, a fellow called me from uh, uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania and said, my friend had a motorcycle wreck. He's been in a coma 18 months and said, I found, I saw in the... Charisma magazine where you prayed over Hank. I never seen the article. I don't know what it was about. It, I, 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 it must have been somewhere we was ministering out. Anyway, praise God, I sent him a handkerchief. He laid it on, on that, on that guy. And that guy come out of a coma that had been there 18 months. Praise God. Hallelujah. What a blessing to his family. Now this is a friend that came for another friend. Kind of like them old boys told that guy up on top of the house. He, Jesus said he saw their faith. You can help people with your faith. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. I come in one time and, and my boy John was laying on the couch. I said, what's your story? He said, I got food poisoned. said, I can't move. I've got cramps. I'm cramping. And, and I can't. He's about 12, 13 years old. And he's cramping. He said, I can't straighten up. And I said, well, hallelujah, what do you want me to do? He said, I want you to pray. And I said, all right, now what you going to do? Now he's got to act. I said, what, do you be, what would you be doing if you was healed? He said, I'd be out there shooting that basketball. And I prayed for him. I said, hit him, brother. He got out there. He said, that basketball felt like a medicine ball. He was dribbling that thing. He, if, if he could have dunked, if he could have, he wasn't about five eight. He couldn't dunk a basketball. If he could have done that, he'd have give up every he, two fingers just to get get the dunk. Oh man, he had he had a run upside that tree. He'd run up that tree and dunk that thing. He that he was as slick as an otter slide. <laughs> but anyway, 
15 minutes, 10 minutes, he was out there shooting that ball from outside, and I went out there and got throwing it to him, and he got to shooting it. Totally healed, totally healed. Why? Because, hallelujah, those under your authority, those in your house, you got a right to believe for them. Amen. Praise be unto God. Now, there comes a time when a child ha- is recorded, especially around church like we preach here. It, it, it won't be long. They, they, they have to grow up. Amen. Sometimes they're 10 years old. See? 8, 10 years old. They've heard something. And, and it's good for them to grow up in faith and learn what they've got and learn how to exercise it. All right, praise God. Third thing that you can use your faith for others is simply this, a bona fide baby Christian. You know what a bona fide one is? That's not baby Huey. You know, we got some of them in the church. Every church has them. That's 40-year-old babies. You have to take a, 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 a new-made sheet to change your diapers with it. Amen? We're not talking about them. That's had opportunity and, did, and didn't exercise. You know, this thing, this thing works when you exercise. It puts it into practice and acts on this stuff. Praise God. Hallelujah. Those that are young in the Lord that have not had the opportunity to hear faith, have not heard, had the opportunity to hear healing, prosperity, deliverance. See, maybe they hadn't heard things correctly. Maybe they hadn't had the opportunity. But when they are young, I was downtown Tulsa, Oklahoma one day, a few years back, and uh, I saw this uh, uh, limousine pull up to a curb and they went around and opened the door for her, and this beautiful woman got out. And she got out, and they put. she was on a walker. She was on a walker. And uh, I was teaching up the healing school, and I, 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 I just stopped. I said, lady, what you doing in Tulsa? She said, I heard of a fella named Hagen that is healing folks. I said, I know him. I didn't try to ex- get her theology correct. They don't... You know, theology don't have to be exactly like you believe it. I done found out God will heal folks that theology's wrong. <laughs> anyway, I told her I'd be over at, 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 at uh, Rhema at, at, at the healing school at 2 o'clock the next day. And I said, if you come, I'm telling you right now, you'll be healed. Her, she was club-footed, walking on a walker, walked on her ankles. She came. And she sat on the front row. She was listening to everything we said, everything we said. And I said, stand up. And I threw a handkerchief and hit her with it, and it knocked her back up in them chairs. Now, a handkerchief don't knock people. I throw that and hit her and knocked her up in them chairs, and she come out of that thing running, and her feet was totally healed, just like that. Praise God. Now, you can use your faith for those young in the Lord, those that have not had the opportunity to hear what we've had. Maybe they've heard it wrong. See, James the fifth chapter. Won't you turn there and let, let, let's read James five thirteen. Hebrews and James, the fifth chapter, thirteenth verse. <coughs> Excuse me. James five thirteen. Is any among you afflicted? That word there means going through a trial or a test or something like that. (coughs) Let him pray. When you're going through a trial or a test or a circumstance, you do your own praying. Is any merry? Let him sing songs. When you you get married, you don't call someone and say, go to singing for me. Sing, baby, sing. No, you don't do that. Same way with when you're going through a trial. Let me tell you something. Trials and tests come to everybody. Jesus said in the world you're going to have tribulation, trouble and trial and tests and all that kind of stuff. See? He said, but be of good cheer, I've overcome the world. So if he's overcome the world and he lives in me, I've overcome the world. See? 14th verse. Now he's not talking about, affliction is not a sickness or he wouldn't have said 14th verse. Then he's sick among you, let him call for the elders of the church. Let him pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith, the prayer offered in faith, better translation said the prayer offered in faith. 
If this guy was operating in faith, he wouldn't be down. He wouldn't need to call for somebody. When you exercise your faith, you don't need nobody else. Amen? Hallelujah. It's where you release your faith. Let him pray over him, and on the oil, in the name of the Lord, and the prayer of faith shall save or heal the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. If he's committed any sins, they shall be forgiven him. Confess your faults one to another, and pray for one another that you may be healed. Hallelujah. The affection for and prayer of a righteous man availeth much. So, now when someone is young, Kenyon, everybody says this about this prayer, said this is for those that are young in the Lord. So, it doesn't matter if you're young or old in the Lord. If you are sick and need help, don't ever be afraid to, uh, 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 to call for help. Don't ever get so prideful like, well, I'm just, you know, I'm just going to sweat it out some kind of way. That ain't faith. Bless God, if you need help, get help. God don't, that's why prayer of agreement's in there. But when someone is young in the Lord, let them call. If they're not able to come, if they are able to come, let them come to the church. If they're able. You don't just lay up and watch I Love Lucy at the house and, and call. Y'all listening to me? Praise God. Hallelujah. So, if you can't come, call. If you're down and, you know, sometimes there'll be things that, that, that happen like upset stomach or different kind of stuff that you can't come. Well, bless God, if you ain't made connections, let's make connections. Don't call someone you don't know uh, 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 that'll believe with you. Well, I'll call old sister such and such. She's a good woman. Yes, she might but Does she know faith? Does she exercise her faith? Is she a faith woman? Is he a faith man? Call someone you know that's what, that faith works for them. Amen? Don't ever be ashamed. Fella called me up to the hospital one time, and, 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 and he... His wife done told me, said, he's out of town. Well, he wasn't. He is up there at the hospital. And uh, he, he didn't want nobody to know that he was sick. Well, that's called pride. God said, pride goeth before the fall. He also, let me tell you something. You have to humble yourself sometimes. Smith Wigglesworth got, had healing revivals on every continent of the world. And he got sick with kidney trouble one time. He had kidney stone. And he believed God stayed in faith five years. He finally went before the Lord said, Lord, what in the world? said, I know you know I know faith. You know I... He was called the apostle of faith. He said, I want you to humble yourself before the church and call for the elders. That's humbling. Here you are, big hotshot minister going all over everywhere getting folks healed. Now humble yourself. Don't nobody get too big that they're, they're an island to their self. This thing is who we are in Christ. It ain't just I, it's we, praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. So, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Never try to get people to let you pray for them. Let me pray for you. Give them the word. They must act or ask. Let them ask. Let, tell them about it. I've had people call me and say, would you go up to the hospital and pray for my boss's little girl? I'm just giving you one example. I said, sure I will. I said, now call your boss and see if he wants me to come. Oh, yeah, I know he does. I, 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 little girl, they can't find out what's wrong with her. said, I know if you pray, you get healed. I said, I know it too. Call and ask him. She called and asked him and he said, well, right now she's just too sick for anybody to come up there now. So you can't get nothing done in that. So let them make their own decision. Now those that are young in the Lord, that, that, that are, 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 are around stuff like we're talking about, it's people young in the Lord. There's going to be people young in the Lord the rest of their life. That don't mean they can't get help. Amen? Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. So never try to get people to let you pray for them. A uh, lady called me one time. She said, uh, would you come over and pray for my husband? Yeah. What's wrong with him? He's got cancer of the throat. It's going to eat his esophagus up and his vocal cords. 
and uh, said he can just barely squeak out a little voice. And uh, I was young in the Lord. Yeah, I couldn't wait. Man, I got over there. Hallelujah. Praise God. I went in there and I said, well, praise God. I come over there to get you healed. He said, you ain't going to get me healed. I just thought, you know, like that. You ain't gonna get me here. I said, let me read you the word of God. I wrote him. I read out of Matthew eight seventeen. Jesus Himself took our infirmities and bare our sickness. I said, you know, He's already bare your sickness. Now let me read you this. I mark. I went over to Mark sixteen. He said, lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. I'm gonna lay hands on you. You ain't laying hands on me. See. I don't care if I ain't sucky, your wife, my wife, uh, my cousin or something, the person that, that's going to get to praying for needs to do the calling or sending. They need to send for them. See? And so if someone calls, will you come over and pray for my, uh, us? Yes, praise God. What, what, what do they want? See? Find out what the person sick wants. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. 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 So if you're having trouble receiving, I don't care what your age is, <clears throat> call, praise God, and we can do something. Hallelujah. 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 Uh, in Acts, the third chapter and the 16th verse, the man at the gate called Beautiful had been healed. He'd been born crippled. He'd been healed. And so they brought him into question. The Sanhedrin did, the hierarchy, and said, how'd this guy get healed? And uh, King James said, Faith in his name. Moffat, 20th century, said, It is faith inspired by his name. Faith will always be inspired, folks. Faith is sitting on ready. Like right now, I'm ready to pray. I'm ready to believe God. I'm ready. I'm sitting on ready. That's where you ought to be all the time. You ought to sit on ready. When you hear the Word of God, faith is awakened. Faith is inspired. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. So, faith never accepts defeat. Just won't do it. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I've got it now. X, Y, Z equals 49. I got to 49. Hallelujah. Well, did you get anything out of this? Praise God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Who needs hands laid on them tonight?